0: Imagine getting everyone on your list the perfect gift. And, you know, it's still November, so you can get it out of the way and you don't have to worry about any of this, the nonsense of December. Why wait until you're a day away from Christmas and have to panic? You can go to Tommy John's Extended Cyber Monday Sale right now and spread the joy of cozy. When you're wearing Tommy John, you uh, are doing so much more than just giving cozy. You're giving everything, every the perfect lazy Sunday, sitting on your couch in the, the best loungewear you can find tommy john underwear loungewear pajamas they're awesome they're over 18 million pairs sold and tommy john has uh, created a really a gift giving holiday tradition men and women both love getting tommy john as a gift that's why they don't have customers they have fanatics i'm one of them i love this stuff it's fantastic uh just you know knock some items off the long christmas list that you have already give people that you love something that they're going to love Tommy John. Every gift is backed by Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. You can shop Tommy John's Cyber Monday sale now. You get 33% off everything plus free shipping at TommyJohn.com back Beck. It's one of Tommy John's biggest sales of the year. 33% off everything plus free shipping right now at TommyJohn.com back Beck. See site for details and I swear that's what I'm going to be doing, not just buying a bunch of stuff at TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Just looking for the details. That's it. Radio show starts here in a second.
1: Glenn Beck Program. There was some testimony given uh, while we were away uh, for the holidays and it involved Anthony Fauci. We don't know what was said other than Fauci. Mr. Science himself has a very faulty memory. He couldn't remember really the details of anything. We're going to introduce you to the attorneys general that actually brought this suit uh, and it was was there for the deposition. What do we know? What can he share? What was asked of Anthony Fauci? And what does this lawsuit give the attorneys general ability to do? What is the hopeful outcome? We go there in 60 seconds. If you ever find yourself just waiting for the other shoe to drop, (laughs) it's not a very good place to be in. Uh, But the next crisis we know is around the corner there's always something at least lately this is why i highly recommend that you have a supply of emergency food the best place to get that from is my patriot supply their kits include all sorts of breakfast lunch dinners snacks drinks the kits have everything you need for you and your family to survive in a difficult situation whether that is a storm whether that is a power outage that goes on and on or just a supply chain breakdown mypatriotsupply.com please be prepared 25 percent off your fourth four-week emergency food kits from patriot supply uh they are the original patriot preparedness company as well as the largest in the nation they've served millions of families including mine they'd like to serve yours as well So save 25% on each four-week emergency food kit that you need. Lowest price in forever. It's preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. I am uh, thrilled to uh, introduce the uh, attorney general uh, that uh, is the attorney general of the great state of Louisiana. He is kind of a rock star. Uh, He has reformed the justice system in his own state. Uh, He was uh, also um, the National Association of Attorneys General uh, that earned the Gladiator Award by the Louisiana uh, Family Forum. Uh, He has won the Conference of Western Attorney General's Award for Best Consumer Outreach and the USDHH Inspector General's Award of Excellence in Fighting Medicaid Medicaid and Welfare Fraud, Waste and Abuse. Uh, This guy gets the job done. He's just filed suit a few months ago um, against Fauci, and his name is Jeff Landry, and he joins us now. Attorney General, how are you, sir?
2: Glenn, It's an honor to be with you. Thank you. It's How are you?
1: Honor to talk to you. So, thank you, first of all, for everything you do. I think the um, attorney general in every state is one of the last lines of defense, and you guys can actually turn things around uh, in this country. We have to start at the local and state level. So, thank you for everything you do.
2: Um, well, Glenn, you couldn't have been you couldn't have been more right because you fix the country by fixing your state and your community.
1: Right. You um you have brought a lawsuit uh against the Biden administration uh and Anthony Fauci and you had a 7 hour uh, uh, deposition with him what can you share with us on that
2: Well um let's see let's set a couple of ground rules you know right now that the, the transcript is being prepared and then it will be filed into the record uh, and I'm, I'm, I feel confident that, that it will be made public. And so, you know, until that is done, any of the real specifics of it, I would I would try to refrain okay. um, uh, from from going into into those types of details. The video we also there was a video that video is currently under seal, and and I believe until it's at least filed, and then we'll ask the judge to seal it. But let me just say this: once it's unsealed, you are going to have a field day. Um, so get your popcorn, (laughs) uh, get your, get your your reading glasses if you need them, uh, and, 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 and your highlighter and and we can have a great conversation of each one of those specifics in general, in general, what I can tell you was that it was amazing to me, the amount of information, um, that, uh, Dr. Fauci could not recall. Um, and, and, and that he, you know, on documents and emails that were presented to him in exhibits, right, which will be made part of that transcript as well. However, I would tell you that the most, and I don't know if I want to use the word troubling, bizarre, uh, perplexing, the thing that has perplexed me and bothered me for the last five days now, was actually an event that took place during the deposition. All right, so we are. Let me kind of set the scene. We are in the NIAID—that's the National Institute for Allergies and Infectious Diseases, which Dr. Fauci runs and you know awards billions mm-hmm. of dollars in grants for research and development and, um, for places like over in Wuhan, China. Uh, and 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 we're sitting at a table, a rectangular table. And the court reporter is at the end of the table. Nice lady, probably in her late 20s, mid-20s, maybe early 30s. I don't know I'm going to get that bad. Um, but a young lady. And, and she's sitting at the end next to Dr. Fauci, who's sitting on one side of the table with the videographer on the other and uh, the Solicitor General from Missouri, who's asking the questions. As General Smith, now you know U.S. Senator-elect, Mm-hmm. She fits with me in the room and we're about five hours into this and the young lady sneezes and I'm telling you Dr. Fauci almost comes out of chair and he looks at her and he says do you have enough upper respiratory infection <laughs> and I mean she's the girl's like startled lady is startled she's like what? She's like, no, 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 I, I got some allergies. He says, you know, with COVID and everything, I'm I'm extremely concerned. And then he, he makes her go put a mask on. And and so I just want to put this, just think about this, Glenn. This is a man who 24 hours before that was at the podium of the White House telling the world and the American people that if you really want to be safe and healthy and protect yourself, go get your booster. Now, I'm going to assume that he's been double-vaxxed, 10 times boosted, whatever, right? So why would it bother him if the young lady has the sniffles, right? So because, because he's a guy that implemented all the policies about vaccine mandates and how this, this works and how, you know, how he alone has eradicated COVID, and yet a simple sneeze likes to knock him out of his chair. Now, to me, that's bothering me that a man with his authority who b- basically wrecked the U.S. economy and who tells the American people, don't listen to your doctor, listen to me, is, is, it, and, and, and puts all his confidence in this shot. And yet this little sneeze seemed to like perplex him. I mean, I don't know, am I missing something,
1: Glenn? Uh no, I I I can't predict what these people uh even even think. I, I'm I'm anxious to see. You did ask him about the lab leak theory uh and uh his discrediting uh the lab leak theory. Uh, you don't have to give me any answers, but can you give me some of the
2: questions you guys well, asked? Well we covered we covered um, we covered the, the Wuhan, um, uh, uh, lab. Okay. Uh, we covered, um, we covered his responses, uh, to, uh, the, the questioning of, of whether or not the virus, um, they was, 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 was birthed out of natural evolution, right. um, or, um, may have been genetically created, uh, we covered uh, we covered a range of topics and 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 again, I think it's important to remember uh, for you listeners that this this case is about censorship, right? So it's not about whether the virus was made in a lab or escaped uh, from um, a, a wet market. This was about whether or not when Dr. Fauci believed information, was disinformation or misinformation that he and the White House and the FBI and the CDC basically censored that information uh, or told or coerced or colluded um, or forced big tech to to change the information that was on their platform or basically to take certain information down. Because that's at the core of this case. And, and quite frankly, I think it's one of the most important First Amendment cases uh, in, in in modern uh, legal times. I mean, if we lose this case, ah, you know, it's like, where is the reach of of, of the government? Because this is basically like, it, this case, people actually will explain this case to you. It would be like this. Imagine that during the Trump years, the President Trump would have sent a federal agent to the editorial office of the New York Times, and said, "Hey, sir, ma'am, uh, I am federal agent such and such from whatever the White House or the Justice Department, whatever. And I am your. I am now going to be housed in your editorial room, and I am going to tell you what you can and can't put on the front page." I am going to, edit. after you edit, I am going to redact or add things to your stories. I mean, what do you think would have happened, Glenn?
1: I think we all are very well aware of what would have uh, happened. Uh, they would have been screaming First Amendment, but they don't actually, they, I don't think they actually believe in the First Amendment unless you agree with them. So do they? Have, do they have the... Uh, kind of quasi war powers to do that because we did do that in world war ii we had people in the newsrooms going nope can't say that can't say that um so is it is it a war power that they are
2: claiming well i didn't know we declared war on ever declared war on a virus and i don't (laughs) think those powers would be applicable to this type of situation sure um, in addition, I don't know that there was a national security issue regarding doctors who may have been sharing um, potential therapeutics uh, that relieved patients of their symptoms and ultimately kept them off of a ventilator. I, I don't think that there was um, uh, a, a national security. Of course, some may, a bet, may argue uh, on the releasing of Hunter Biden's laptop or making that story seem to be misinformation or disinformation or Russian propaganda. Um, I mean, there are, there, there, there is information that should be made available to the American people. And, and let me just also say some too. remember the social platforms claim that they're not the press. They claim that they're not journalists. They claim that they're not publishers, right? Uh, so that they can hide behind Section 230, which is the law that protects them from being sued for taking people down or content down. Uh, And that's the problem, is that this speech that they censored was Americans vetting, conversing, uh, having a conversation virtually about issues and theories as the pandemic or, or Hunter, the Hunter laptop, uh, Hunter Biden laptop story, uh, came out as, as, as to what they believe. And then, and then big tech took those stories down or certainly throttled down, uh, the, the reach of, of certain, uh, actual journalists or, 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 or media outlets, right. uh, because they were conservative uh, from being able to reach the American people, and so I think that trying uh, to compare, uh, you know, wartime exercise of of information um, back in World War II to today is um, is that, and, and so what they did is kind of like apples and oranges. Yeah, for, for the listeners out there, it's a good example of how it's not.
1: So, Jeff, we only I only have a couple of seconds uh, left in in, in, uh, of time before you've got to go. Um, We have the Louisiana attorney general on Jeff Landry. So the the ceiling of this um, deposition, it's already gone through court that it had to be kept secret for at least for a while. Are you confident that this information will be coming out?
2: I do. I do. I believe that the transcript will be made public. I do. I feel very confident. I think we've got a great, fair judge um, who understands the breadth and the depth of this case. Uh, and and look, we've got a lot more people. We we, we deposed Gensaki in a couple of weeks. Uh, I think that, that, that this deposition that we took last week is going to grant us the ability to depose other people as well and some of the information that we got. And so this is going to be an ongoing uh, uh, piece of litigation that I think is going to unveil a lot to the American people about the things that were going on during the pandemic. And I can't thank you, Glenn, for giving me some time.
1: Oh, no, I appreciate it, Jeff. Um, Thank you for everything that you have done. And of course, you were partnered with the then Attorney General uh, Schmidt, who is now uh, a uh, senator, a U.S. senator, just elected um, and... Uh, we're thrilled. And thank you so much for everything that you do. Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry. God bless.
2: Take care. Thank you.
1: In a fast-moving and increasingly complicated world like the one we live in, uh, practicality and preparedness are absolutely vital. For example, cyber criminals are out there. You know that. You know that they want what's yours, your money, your identity, all of it. But how do you combat it? Uh, What do you do? And especially if somebody gets your information, who do you call? Please, why not seek out online protection with LifeLock? It's important to understand these things are happening every day, and it's only a matter of time before it happens to you. Now, nobody can protect you from everything, but I think LifeLock is the best out there. And you can get twenty five percent off your subscription to LifeLock right now. Top in the lo- top of the line in cybersecurity with preventive measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having any of your information hacked into. So join now and save up to twenty five percent off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call one eight hundred LifeLock, one eight hundred LifeLock, or head to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK and save twenty five percent. Ten seconds, station. ID. So welcome back to uh, Stu, and uh, it's nice to have you. Pat was filling in for you yesterday. Just, You just couldn't fit into your car after all the eating? <laughs> That's a, <laughs> the most likely excuse, yes. <laughs> it was for me. Oh, gosh. You
0: know, that was, it was over the top. There's something you know, about gluttony this... that I, I've read in an old book, and yeah. I don't think I pay attention to it often enough.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. We see this every year. And we also say this usually when we go out. You know what? We should have just split something, right? But we never do. We never do. And then we the, never do. The other one was the a- is the appetizer conversation where you're like, let's get an appetizer, and then you're like, why am I getting a dinner before dinner? This right. Is- or or we have an appetizer and we're like, let's just stop with the appetizer. Let's just have appetizers. That's mm-hmm. more than enough. And then of course you always- and then of course you don't. Right. Yeah. Um, I have this thing where I around this time
0: of year you have well you have Halloween. You know, we have kids, we go out on Halloween, they get lots of candy, you know, you, you're, you're going to burn through some of the candy, you understand that's part of it. And then you come off and you, you're like, I got to get back in the swing of things. And then it's Thanksgiving, you know, we get it, it's Thanksgiving, it's, it's the time we all get together, we eat the big meal, But got to get back on track. And then well, it's, it's really, there's a lot of Christmas parties. I look in the other room right now, there's a bunch of frosted cookies just sitting in mm-hmm. there right now calling my name. And, you know, then you have Christmas and obviously everyone gets together there and then you can get back on. It. Well, then there's New Year's and that's always an issue. And Then there's Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. And before that, I know you're not a, 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 a sports fan all that much, but you get Super, Super Bowl. Bowl Sunday. Where you're going to have that party. Then you're going to have Valentine's Day. And then, really, the Valentine's Day thing doesn't work because of all these other holidays. By that time, your significant other has left you. So you don't have to do anything <laughs> on Valentine's
1: Day. But That's... you do. You eat chocolate and you cry. <laughs> anyway, you cry in and the then empty you get to Easter chocolate. and then you're like, I've got to fit right. into a swimsuit. And then you've got Fourth of July. So right. we really, there's then. only... There's only the end of July and August that Mm -hmm. you can actually eat normally. Right. we got to stop. And I think when you have 10 months in the other category,
0: that's actually normal. When you have 10 months eating one way and two months eating the other way, the 10-month thing is actually normal for you. And that's what I've decided uh, and Mm -hmm.
1: understood over the past couple of years and why,
0: why I look like I do,
1: you know? And every time I go out and I have a place that has reasonable proportions, don't like it what I mean what that's like a normal amount of food yeah it's a normal amount should be the size of your fist oh I got a fist to show you (laughs) I just don't know why we just we bury bury
0: our sorrow have you listened to this show today all I want to do is go in there and eat (laughs) frosted cookies (laughs) that would make me feel good for a very short period of time and that's all I want right now The Glenn Back Program. All right, it's the Christmas and holiday season, and that means it's time for gift-giving, parties with friends and family, eating lots of frosted sugar cookies, and, of course, getting compliments on your skin. Because they're not going to, at least with me, the weight, you're not going to get any compliments on. But the skin, you can, because of GenuCell. Every day, more and more people are discovering genucell the best in skincare and from now until christmas genucell's most popular package is 70 percent off at genucell.com slash beck you can treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world it's a fantastic gift if you don't know what to get somebody you see those troubling forehead wrinkles fine lines skin redness pesky bags and puffiness even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with genucell's most popular collection with its immediate effects you can see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back so there's no risk here and included in every most popular package is a free skin hydration serum that will help you restore your youthful appearance If you don't know what to get for people, this is the bottom line. I I don't know what to get people. Get them GenuCell. They're going to love it. It's the best you can get. Visit GenuCell.com slash Beck. Enter the special code Beck for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is upgraded to free express shipping. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck.
1: G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. Hey, don't forget, makes a great Christmas gift. The gift of information. Join us at BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you tuned in today. Thank you so much, and welcome back to Stu, who was uh, on vacation and just uh, decided to join us today. You know, I thought he'd pop in. Yeah, I'll pop in. Yeah, You know, it's the holiday season. Yeah, sure, sure. Let me ask you a question, because I was
0: uh, on the internet a little bit over uh, Thanksgiving break. Uh, do, Do you believe that Santa will bring you more presents if you have more trees in your house? because i i saw the video of your home a a, a christmas decoration home and I, I can you even ballpark how many christmas trees you currently have in your
1: house your house is more forest than house it is i always think of uh, what was the comedian who said christmas is was designed by drunk people he's convinced we're going to put the lights outside and bring the trees inside <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we have more than we've ever had. We have five, I think. I, that's in a the uh, Donnie wanted like she was like, I, "I want to feel Christmas." I think that's real. Like, <laughs> I think it's people as,
0: as the surrounding world feels darker.
1: We want to live in a forest. <laughs> 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 Quick, hide behind this tree. <laughs> we want more hiding places. That's, That's right. right. That's okay. exactly
0: right. No, I think there's you, people want the, the the light of the holiday season more than ever. Oh, I know I do. I you know, and I love it. I'm love starting it. to go to church on Saturday. And Sunday, like can you, Glenn, would you go home? I, we don't want you here you' you're here too often
1: <laughs> do you, do you, are you trying no, to please move don't in? make me leave the church please <laughs>
0: please sanctuary we have you know uh, my wife plans approximately three thousand different events around this time of year oh, so I hate that. I, you know I don't hate it. I love it. I do Going really- Going places and- I go- like doing all this stuff. We, You know, you go see lights, you go to festivals, you go- Yeah, but isn't there a happy medium? Yes.
1: Yeah. And I don't know that we hit it. No. I Even don't. for her. Lisa doesn't usually live anywhere close to the middle. <laughs> no. no, Because <laughs> no. she, she loves
0: Christmas. hmm And so she plans- So many events, to the point that by the end of the season, she's sick of going to these events. Like, she's tired of it. But we have two kids in prime Christmas years. Yeah. You know, so, like, we're... Invite me over. I'll wreck it for them. I know. Believe me, I know you would. (laughs) Uh, But we have... So, every festival, every little, to the point where my son's like, do we have another festival this weekend? He's like at that point now. Wow. Uh, but he's, you know, we, of course, he always has a good time once he gets to it. But, you know, there's, yeah, rather... I'm just
1: the exact opposite. I have, I've lived here for 10 or 11 years in Dallas, and I've never been to the light thing in any city. Really? No, I've been, not been to like big neighborhoods with lots of lights. Not. Well, first, isn't the arboretum? Don't they have something big? And one big hotel has some
0: big. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff to do around. Around, I mean, you wouldn't think of Dallas as the Christmas capital of the world
1: because oh, we're in the in the in the I think south. That, but it is. It's, yeah, I don't think of Dallas, but I do think of Texas. Putting the Christ back into Christmas. Yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot. There's of, a lot of that. By the way, there's this. There's no holiday. There's no holiday and winter festivals down here. Really, Gateway, the big church here in Dallas, uh, is doing like all these Christmas. They've got like a Christmas comedy show, a, a play. I mean, yeah, they, they they are crazy great, and I love that. I really I do. do. I mean, you know, there's
0: something about the Northeast, which is where I grew up in the in in the, in the you know the Christmas season where. you – where it's cold and it kind of puts and, the ho uncomfortable. in ho ho ho. <laughs> <You
2: don't>...
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of more. Hey, of the, hey what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Twenty five bucks. <laughs> it's more of the Hunter Biden version of yeah, Christmas. It, ho, it really ho, ho. is. Yeah, uh, that's great and everything, but there's also something about how it's going to be like 73 degrees here today, and I there's still lots of Christmas lights, and you don't have to freeze. And yeah, I know. I kind of like that too. So, but we have a lot of that stuff going on and, and now we have in our house, we have high ceilings in this one room where the Christmas tree goes and we've had a, a moderately tall Christmas tree, uh, that, you know, we, that we bought years ago, we put up every year and it was kind oh, of...
1: you're a fake Christmas oh, tree, people. Yes, I totally I am. used
0: to be that way. It's just convenience, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> I see, I, I was the opposite. I was always a real Christmas tree person until the one Christmas where we got a tree, we brought it in the house and we, I was not quick to act after Christmas to get the tree out of the house. And the tree became so petrified that I could not remove it from the home oh, anywhere. Oh, I And had I to saw off all the branches inside the living room oh to gosh. get it out of the house. So from then on, I was like, convenience. Needles everywhere. No. I want a nice Christmas tree. It's going to look perfect every time we put it up. So we got this tree when we moved down here because we had high ceilings. And... uh but it was very wide at the bottom, and it was almost hard to, to navigate the room because it just, with all the furniture, and you just, there's no way to do it. So my wife kept saying, I want a, I want a thinner tree. We need a thinner tree. And I was like, Yeah, look, we'll we we'll get a thinner tree. So when we, got a th- we finally got the thinner tree, my thought was Look, if we're going to be, have a thinner tree, that's fine, but it must be taller. It must be it must be the tallest tree daddy can find on the Internet,
2: (laughs) (laughs) especially when made (laughs) by Chinese slaves. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up,
0: kids. This cave thing came directly from Wuhan. (laughs) It may be the thing that actually imported the pandemic actually has the bats it in the branches <laughs> yeah there was there was some you know odd dr bat came along with the, but i so i put this thing we got this thing it's been sitting in our garage for 11 months because we bought it in january to get the the sale yeah. price on it and we put it up it's 15 feet tall so now we we have a 15 foot and it's very narrow How do you decorate the top uh, well, uh, we had some, good, we had, a, I, we have a handyman who we, who usually does, you know, work that I can't do, like hammer in a nail. And, uh, he, he, you're so bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's I, so bad. I, look, in the apocalypse, I am worthless. Oh, uh, we are,
1: we sh- sh- we have special skills oh, that yeah. we can't share we, with anyone but you'll be sorry if you eat us first. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we're well marbled. I will I tell know. you we are tasty. Yes. Uh, so he he came over and he's the one he'll get up on the top of the ladder and not kill himself because if I did it absolutely, my I'm 100% certain I'm going to die falling
1: off a ladder that's so just one of my personal I don't beliefs. have a problem I don't have a problem with ladders or anything I have a problem with everyone in my life going, D- don't, please don't get on the ladder. Please, please don't get on the well, ladder. And they, I'm like, they like you, I'm, apparently. They <laughs> no, they just know if I die. I haven't told them about the insurance money. Um, they just know yeah. if I die. Gravy train. Hey, gravy out. train just pulls into that station and we mm-hmm. all get off. So please, Dad, don't get up. And it's like a change of light bulb. Dad, please don't get up on a ladder. I've lived almost 60 years. I know how to use a ladder. Well, Glenn, I just will say, just
0: from a physics standpoint, All your, right. your body type oh, on the top of a right. narrow device that's tall just, just doesn't really seem... fatty, fat, fat. So no, I believe really? me. I, I'm telling you, I don't get up there for that reason. I will lose balance and my giant body will crash probably through the floor.
1: I think you bounce. So maybe we've been preparing for this our whole lives. we're preparing for a fall. Mm -hmm. Won't hurt so bad. (laughs) Blubber, right? Blubber doesn't have any nerve endings in it. I don't think so. I don't think so. How could it? How could it? Right. Yeah. You ever pinch that five inches on your belly? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Five? Hmm? Yeah. And uh, you don't really feel it. It's like, ha. It's just all, you know, the leftover gravy from the meal on Thursday. Oh, by the way, I actually controlled myself. On eating well, at least for the dinner, hmm. and only had one. Pl- didn't go up. Now I'm not saying. You get a fact check was, on this. Is there a? Yeah, you could talk to Tom. I'm not saying it was a small one plate, but oh. it it was one plate. <laughs> How big was the plate? Enormous. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, <laughs> some say it was a serving dish, mm-hmm. but uh, had one, and I actually walked away going perfect, perfect. Didn't overeat. Good meal. Time. Didn't good feel good terrible. Meal, didn't feel terrible. Blah blah blah. Uh, And then I had an idea. Oh, I had a really, really evil, wicked idea. Uh, Usually, the next day, we make waffles out of all of the leftovers. So we'll, like, take the... We'll take, I've seen you do this. This is incredible. Oh, it's so good. Have Can you, you explained
0: this process before you even get into the other thing?
1: Yeah. So you just take your waffle iron, okay? And <laughs> instead of pouring stuff in, you take the stuffing and you just pound it into the bottom. <laughs> and then you'll take a, um, uh, your turkey and put that in. And then you pound that into the stuffing. And then you take, you know, s- sweet potatoes or potatoes, whatever you've got. And then you close that thing down and you just let it go. You just let it go until it is like a waffle. And it's, just, it's not, there's no waffle batter. It's just
0: yeah. all the Thanksgiving meal jammed into a waffle iron. Yeah. That's, yeah. That
1: does... And it, it tried, you have to, re, it takes patience because you're like, I just want to eat this thing right now. Uh, but it takes patience before it gets a little crispy uh, on it. And then you just pop it out onto your plate. And I like syrup on mine. Wow. It is so good. Okay. So normally we have that. This time, I had another idea. I'm a guy who likes pie. I'm a guy who likes pot pies. Why not take, and I've got pictures of the assembly, uh, take crust, put it in a pie tin, big, thick, you know, big one, and put your crust in, and then... You start with a layer of mashed potatoes and then the sweet potatoes and then, you know, your turkey and, and, then, and then your cranberry <laughs> sauce and then some stuffing and then a pie lid. You, a and pie you, lid? You, you know, you put the crust on as <laughs> right. a lid. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Some might say I ate more than my fair share of that pie over the weekend. But that you have to try. Now, is there a topping for this? Did you put whipped cream on it? Or? No, I thought gravy. I thought gravy would go, go well with that. But again, I do have to say pie should be sweet. Syrup wouldn't have been a bad idea. I may be an elf. Mm. As anything no. has syrup on it, I'm in. So do you decide to sell your home and move to another one? Because you don't have enough stress in in your life. You know, let's see if I can shoehorn some more stress in there. Can somebody in the family die so I have to put together the funeral while I'm moving? You have inspections coming up, maybe repairs to the house, yada, 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 yada. If you are looking to sell your house, you need a team of people. You don't just need a real estate agent. You need a real estate agent that has a full Rolodex. Is like, hey, I can get that fixed for you. I know a guy that can do that. This is the best person for this. And you have a team that puts it together. And then the real estate agent, while everybody else is working, the real estate agent is getting your house seen. And they need a big, powerful website to do that. Realestateagentsitrust.com will put you in touch with those kinds of real estate agents. By the way, they're saying uh, we talked food instead of this because I thought, you know, there's only so much one can take. Uh, residential real estate market has screeched to a halt. Some economists believe home prices are about to drop significantly, maybe 20% uh, here in the next couple of months. So you're not going to sell your house. No, I'm not selling your house now. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com, a free service to you. realestateagentsitrust.com. The Glenn Back Program miss a day miss a lot visit blaze
0: tv.com today and never miss a moment of truth we're
1: gonna tell you all about what's happening in china there are some uh, updates and by the way president biden has decided that he's not going to say anything the protesters or to the protesters god forbid we we say run for your lives uh by the way uh just in some future news for america happening now in the netherlands the dutch government uh plans to buy and close down listen to this plans to buy and close down up to three thousand farms near environmentally sensitive areas to comply with the EU nature preservation rules, hmm. the Netherlands are already cutting nitrogen out. So nitrogen, you can't have. Please don't. Let's not have anything on the periodic table. No, we got to ban. We got to ban those things that exist everywhere in nature. Uh, so we got to get rid of uh, nitrogen. Uh, and um, they are saying to the farms, you either. Uh, Sell it to us or we just take it from you. Now, some farmers are saying, well, um, no, I want to keep farming. And um, yeah, the problem is uh, that um, they said you'll never be able to sell it because we're buying them at 120 percent of the farm's value and no better offer is coming. And you're not going to be able to uh, farm on this land anymore anyway. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So, yeah. you know, the great thing is, is once you start getting government into farming, because there is nobody that knows how the soil works and how to grow food more than attorneys who become politicians.
0: Mm. They are well, all great. political leaders, really. I mean, ask Mao. Uh, Mao, yeah. was, he really understood the soil. Well, he had a five-year plan. Look at Stalin. Oh, he was oh, great. Stalin. Ask the people uh, of, uh, Ukraine. of Ukraine they about the Holodomor. Loved they loved the it. The soil, oh, it's plentiful. Yeah. When the government is yeah. in charge of it, everything goes well.
1: mm mm-hmm. yeah, This is just a little scary. So the farmers' organization said the voluntary closure scheme was welcome, but not uh, be applied with the threat of a compulsory uh, purchase. So in other words, you can still keep it, but you can't. Uh, Ministers are going to decide if enough farms have come forward voluntarily to close in the autumn. They say the plan will help biodiversity uh, building um, building on that land might resume and farms without proper nitrogen uh, nitrogen permits could be legalized. Uh, But they are looking at uh, taxing nitrogen emissions to encourage more sustainable practices which will force you to eat bugs. That's strangely not in this story, but uh, (laughs) congratulations. Uh, The farms and the farmers are being put out of business in the Netherlands to comply with the Great Reset. Congratulations, if you think that's not coming here, you're sadly mistaken. Oh, there's a shortage of nitrogen. Is there now? Is there really? Or is it a convenient, convenient shortage? The Glenn Back Program.